Hello and welcome to another episode of the Bumper to Bumper Plates podcast. I'm Rob Veltry and this is the fitness podcast where I talk about one topic from my car while sitting in traffic on my way home from work. We're back on the Belt Parkway. It's a lovely day. I'm not moving very much right now, so let's get started with our episode. Today's episode specifically is you do not have to back squat. Okay, that's the topic of today's episode. Now, I, I, let me start off this entire thing by just saying I don't dislike back squats. I like back squats. Okay? However, I'm choosing back squats because there are a lot of people who are, who of lately have been very anti-back squat because they claim that it is dangerous, that it's a, uh, the most dangerous form of squatting or whatever it might be that's bad for your back over time. You're going you're gonna to kill your spine, whatever it might be. So I'm gonna. I'm. I'm not here to agree with them and say yeah, it's terrible. I'm just here to say that back squats is generally are one of the more popular forms of squatting, and you don't have to do them. Right? There's. You can make a lot of progress. You can get really strong without ever back squatting. So, uh, let's get into that. Right. So again, generally speaking, it is a. It is a back squat. You put a bar on your back, on the upper part of your back, where your traps are, or your shoulders, uh, and you squat. Okay. Um, again, it is generally the most popular form of squatting for the most part with a barbell, uh, and a lot of people do it, and a lot of people like to do it, which is totally fine. I'm here to say that you do not have to do it. All right. So there are squatting in general. Really, you you should do. You. I'm going to say you have to squat. Honestly, um, I think there are plenty of movements, and squatting is one of them in which you really should be doing in your exercise program or in your training program. Um, but there are a ton of different types of squats. I'm not going to go into every single type because we could be talking forever about that. So I'm going to give you kind of what I think are really good alternatives to back squatting. All right. And, and things that there are different types of squats you could try in your program for different goals as well. Right. So there are plenty of other options here. First, before we get into it, I'm going to talk about specifically uh, both bilateral and unilateral squatting, right? So what I mean by that is bilateral squatting means we are squatting on two legs, right? Our feet are next to each other, hip width apart, whatever, however wide it is, but we are squatting on two legs. Also going to talk about unilateral squatting, which is squatting with one leg. I'm also going to break down unilateral squatting into two separate categories, which is supported unilateral squatting and unsupported unilateral squats. And again, we'll get into that uh, a little bit later. I want to start with the bilateral squats. So back squats are generally bilateral squats. All right, your feet are together. You are squatting down with both legs. You're standing up with both legs with the bar on your back. Okay. So there are plenty of other options that you can do for bilateral squats that are really good. That might be easier than doing a back squat. Um, and, we'll, and so let's get into that. Now, before I say that, just understand that some of these variations of squats, uh, they might not work well with you depending on your body type, depending on how long your legs are, how long your torso is, right? It, 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 it depends. Sometimes it's a little more advantageous for people just to back squat, all right? But that's a whole different topic that we're not going to talk about today because I'm not a biomechanics expert, um, so I'm not really going to dive too far into that. But anyway, so... I think for most people, for a very large percent of the population, front-loaded squats help people get into a better squat position. Okay, what I mean by that is having the load in front of you, meaning on your shoulders or you're holding the load or something like that, is going to most of the time put you in a better position to squat. Okay, 
again, I'm going to be speaking very generally in this episode because, of course, there are always exceptions to the rules, and I don't feel like having people go, oh, but I, I do better. I, okay, great. I'm talking about generally speaking. I have tra- we, we train a lot of people at Stoked Athletics, so we're, we're, we're used to getting a lot of different types of people. So generally, a front-loaded squat is going to put somebody in more of a squatty squat position, meaning their chest is more upright. They're not super leaning. They're not leaning super far forward, okay? They are getting really deep into their hips and squatting down low while keeping their torso upright. That's what I mean by that. So things like a, a front squat, a goblet squat, a zercher squat, which is where you put the barbell in between your elbows, which if you know me personally, that's lately been my pref- preferred squat pattern. Um, the reason for that is because I broke my neck last year and I haven't got into heavy back squatting yet because of that, because I'm just scared, I'll be honest, I'm being kind of a bitch. But anyway, that's beside the point. But um, those types of squats are going to be great for uh, putting you in a good position to squat, right? Uh, the bar, putting something on your back is going to help as most of the time it's going to push your chest forward. It's going to rely a little bit more on your back to help. Okay. When you have it in front of you, it's going to rely more on your core to keep yourself upright and get deep into a squat and keep your chest up and your torso up, which again is giving you more of a squatty squat as opposed to more of a hingy squat where you're leaning forward in the bottom of the squat and your chest is pointed towards the floor. Okay. So if you want to do a more squatty squat, a front loaded option is probably going to be better. Okay. Um, it's really also, if you want to elevate your heels a little bit too, that, that can also help. Um, again, we're talking about generally speaking here, but giving yourself a little bit of an, a heel elevation. So if you're standing, if you put your heels on like five pound plates, or if you put them on some sort of a wedge or something that you can, that has support, um, it'll allow for your knees to travel a little farther forward. And again, keep you a little bit more upright in that squat. But regardless, it's still going to be a good squat. It's still going to stress the right muscles that you're trying to hit. It's still going to work your legs, uh, your quads, your glutes, your hamstrings very well as well. So in terms of free weights squatting, I'm going to say goblet squat, front squat, zercher squat are probably your best bets for getting a good squat pattern that isn't back squatting, right? So keep that in mind, goblet squat, holding a dumbbell right up by your chest. Now, of course, the issue with that is at some point your legs are stronger than your grip, so you're going to be squatting more than you can hold. When that happens, I think you should go to a barbell, right? You should either do a front squat or you should do a zercher squat. A front squat is where the bar sits on your shoulders. Um, some people complain that they don't have you know, enough mobility to get their hands in that front rack position, which if that's the case, you can always fold your hands over the bar, right? But again, regardless, or you could do what we call a zombie front squat, which is you just put your arms out in front of you and have the bar sit on your shoulders. Either way, that front loaded squat's gonna help you, okay? That's for free weights. now. Machines, we can go, again, I'm going to keep this brief because we can go way into this as well, but if you do like machine-based squats, then things like a hack squat, a belt squat, or a pendulum squat are probably going to be the best choices in terms of squatting, right, specifically. A hack squat is, you know, you're in that uh, fixed plane machine where you're just going straight up and down. You can manipulate where you put your feet uh, if you want to bias certain parts of your legs or if you want to bias the glutes versus biasing the quads but again not going to dive too far into that hack squat um pendulum squat and belt squat are probably your best pendulum squat if you haven't seen that not a lot of gyms have it um but i've seen more gyms start to get it lately which is awesome uh it's a it 
changes the angle of your squat a little bit, but again, it lets you get to a super deep squat while keeping yourself in an upright position, which again is the goal if you wanna have a squatty squat. And a belt squat is also a great one. It's a, there's a little belt that goes around your waist and the weight is below you and you are on a machine that's, you know, again, a fixed plane. So those are really great for hypertrophy, to be honest. I think machine-based squats are probably gonna be better for muscle growth over free weight squats. Again, there's people who will argue and tell you I'm an idiot for saying that. This is my opinion. I don't really care if you do, if you have a different opinion, to be honest with you. That's great. Good for you. Anyway, I want to move on because I'm not here to talk for a half hour. I'm here to talk for like 15 minutes. So overall, when we're talking about free weights and the bilateral squat, front squat, goblet squat, zercher squat are probably your best bets. If you are like, if you like to do machines, hack squat, pendulum squat, belt squat. If your gym does not have any of those because some gyms suck and they don't, uh, leg press is fine, right? Uh, I mean, that'll work too. As long as it's a squatting pattern and your leg, your knees and hips are bending, you'll be fine. Um, but overall, that's what I'm thinking so far for the bilateral options. Now let's talk about unilateral squats. So again, unilateral squats, meaning we are squatting off one leg at a time. And again, I'm going to uh, divide the unilateral up into both supported and unsupported. So what I mean by that is for the unilateral squats, supported unilateral squats, we're talking about things like split squats, right? So split squats, meaning both feet are on the ground, both feet are not moving, um, and you are bending both legs until your back knee gets close to or touches the ground and then you stand back up. With split squatting, um, most of the load is on your front leg. It's not all of the load. Um, but most of the load ends up on your front leg, depending on how you do it. Um, I've seen some studies that show up to 80% of the load could be on the front leg, and then others say that it's only about 60%. So it really depends on how you do the, the split squat, but it can range in that 60 to 80% of the, of the load. So which means that if you're holding 100 pounds and doing a split squat, approximately, and again, this is not exact numbers, but approximately 60 to 80 pounds are being pushed by the front leg. So. That would be, is what I mean by a split, by supported unilateral squat. So split squats, rear foot elevated split squats, um, front foot elevated squ split squats. Either way, those are pretty good for uh, focusing on one leg at a time. Now, again, people tend to demonize back squats because people are gonna use a higher load and when you use a higher load, your risk of injury can be higher. Sure, while that is true, people will then say, well, split squats are safer because you're not using as much of a load. Sure, I guess if you want to look at it that way, maybe, but uh, most of the time people just don't really push themselves hard enough. I mean, I've, I've injured myself doing split squats and I've seen other people do it too. It's not inherently safer. Generally speaking, it can be because you're using less weight, but it's, I'm not going to divide this up into safe versus unsafe exercises. I'm just, gonna, I'm just explaining how other people talk about it. But anyway, um, so yeah, the split squats are generally going to be a little harder than the bilateral squats because you're going to need a little bit more balance. It's going to challenge your balance a little bit more. Um, it's going to challenge you on one leg a little bit more. And a lot of people tend to be pretty weak or pretty uncoordinated on one leg. So um, it's going to be a little harder. However, I do think you should do both a bilateral and a split squat in your training program. Um, if anybody, if, if, I, if I'm coaching somebody or if I'm programming for somebody and they're going to get probably both, no matter what their goals are, they're probably going to have at least one bilateral squat and at least one unilateral squat throughout the program. And I think most good training programs will have that. Um, anyway, so moving on. 
Now we have unilateral unsupported. So that means you are doing a single leg, some sort of a single leg squat without any support. So things like a skater squat, which is you are putting one leg back and tapping your knee to the floor while you're squatting. Um, this is pretty challenging to do with just body weight because again, it requires a lot of balance. Um, and most of the time you have to kind of hold or not have to, but most of the time people who are new to the exercise have to hold a weight out in front of them to kind of be a counterbalance so that they can sit back in their heels a little bit more. Either way, it's pretty challenging, um, but if that's a skater squat. Another one is, could just be like a single leg squat or a pistol squat, as some people might call it. Um, I personally don't love pistol squats. I think if you're gonna do a single leg squat, you should stand on a box or stand on something so that you can keep your body in a pretty good squatty position. Uh, pistol squats are off the floor and it's a single leg squat, and most of the time people uh, tend to collapse and their posture falls apart in the bottom of the squat. Not that that's a bad thing or a, or a dangerous thing, but if you're looking to really have a good squat pattern, then you probably don't want to do that at the bottom of your squat. You probably want to stay more in an upright uh, torso position uh, to get the, more, the full benefits of that single leg squat. Having said that, uh, those are great if you have like TRX bands or some sort of a hand support. I know that kind of defeats the purpose of unsupported, but if you want to try to start to do unsupported squats and you can't do them, us uh, unilateral squats, and you can't do them just yet, start by supporting it with your hands. Go to a TRX band, uh, rings, whatever you can use, even just like holding onto a rack or something. Uh, and, and doing it that way. And then when you get proficient at that, you could try to do it without holding on. Um, either way, that's gonna be even harder than the supported unilateral squats because again, you have um, even more balance issues, even more coordination issues going on there. And again, you can't load it as much. So some people might say, well, that's gonna be the safest kind because you can't load it as much as other exercises. Again, that's just not true. Um, just because you can't load it that much does not automatically make it safer. You know, you, people can be stupid with any exercise. So. Just keep that in mind. So yeah, overall, bilateral, unilateral supported, unilateral unsupported. Those are all different types of squats that you can and should do in your program that aren't back squatting. Again, if you want to back squat, if you like back squatting, if, you want to, if you're trying to be a power lifter or anything like that, then yeah, of course you should back squat. Um, or if you just want to do it and you, know how to, and you know how to do it and can do it safely, then yeah, go for it. I still like to put a bar on my back once in a while just to get, because I do want to get back into doing back squats. but. They're not necessarily dangerous. You know, anybody can make any exercise dangerous depending on how, how much you load it and how well, how prepared you are for that exercise. If you're not prepared for it, odds of you getting hurt are gonna be higher, right? So just because a back squat is easier to load does not make it necessarily more dangerous than any other form of squatting. So which ones should you do? Out of all of the things I just mentioned today, which ones should you do? Well, pretty simple. It's the ones that you're going to enjoy doing and the one that you're going to do consistently. That seems to be a theme so far over the last few episodes that we talk about doing things consistently, right? So which squats are best for you? It's the ones that you are going to do consistently. So if you like front squatting, you like rear foot elevated split squats where you put your back foot on something and do a split squat and you like doing skater squats, great. Do those three. All right, do those three. Load them as much as you can, push them hard and go from there. Either way, you have options. You don't. You you are not forced to do one specific style of squatting, unless of course you have a specific goal like being a powerlifter. That's different. But you are not forced to do anything like that. So my my advice here: pick ones that you like. Do at least one bilateral squat per week, and at least one unilateral squat per week. Three to four sets of each, right? And you'll be good to go in terms of lower body for squatting at least. That's a pretty solid start from there. So having said that. I'm gonna wrap this up here. You should squat, 
Stop making excuses to squat. Even if you have bad knees, squatting is good for you. My father-in-law just got a knee replacement and every day during his PT, they make him do squats. Why? Because it's gonna be good for his knees and he's gonna get stronger that way. So please stop with the excuses, go squat, pick a squat you like, push it hard. Thank you for listening guys. See you next week.